welcome to Everpals. Holy cow. Wow. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm having a, a fever dream right now. Yeah, it's been, it's been a bit. It's, it's been a bit since a you bit. and I have talked. Yeah, well, we got, we got to talk about that. Um, but yeah, it's been at least a month since we've released an episode, right? Yeah, and uh, a couple of people actually hit me up wondering where the hell we've been. <laughs> we've been around. We've been busy. Uh, busy. Uh, things have happened. Holiday season, you know. Two holidays. Three holidays, actually. We had uh, Thanksgiving, we had Hanukkah, and we had Christmas. Yeah. New Year's is right around the corner. Holy Hanukkah. Holy Hanukkah. What is that? I don't know. That just sounded good. Uh, rhymed. Happy, happy Hanukkah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that rhymes too, I guess. It does. <laughs> just <a> that. <laughs> yeah, we oh, yeah. And, you know, I think uh, obviously we're lucky to get together today. Um, I took the day off from work, wasn't feeling all up for it, a little bit yep. under the weather myself. Uh, you as yep. well? Yep. I've been a little under the weather, um, doing fine, battling a mild case of COVID. So, yeah. But I'm good. Uh, we're all good here. Uh, but today is a holiday for me uh, from work. I, I did get a full-time position with, with work. So I'm a full-time uh, college professor, university professor now. Yay. Um, you know, for some reason, when you say uh, college professor, I just picture like Ben Stein. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I do. I have like a little white coat that I wear that has like, you know, Dr. Golf on there and everything. It's really Bueller. cool. Yeah, no, I'm, it's, it's not that boring. <laughs> no. no, you're not. A, you're not as monotone either. Not quite. I try to make it fun. Red eyes, clear it up with clear eyes. <laughs> we did an episode about that. We did runny <laughs> eyes. That's right. So, um, you want to like go step by step? Of everything that's been going on, or just like blurt it all out like a maniac, or what? Yeah. All right. Let's let's just start off with. Pals is no longer. Yeah. Pals is no longer. Ever Pals is still here. Ever but, Pals is still here. Yeah. A lot has happened uh, prior to Pals uh, disbanding as a guild. Um, so I can, I can talk about that. So uh, almost immediately following our episode that we, the previous episode um, where I was talking about, I think we maybe talked about burnout a little bit, uh-huh. um, but I got burned out. And I ruined it. <laughs> yeah, jinxed it. But I, I just, I was playing some, and I was like, you know what, this isn't enjoyable for me anymore. Uh, rating was becoming a problem, and I don't think I was the only one in the guild that was having a problem with rating. Uh, but myself, if there's something, if I'm not enjoying what I'm doing immediately, I, I just drop it like a hat. And, um, and boy, so do I just, you? I do. I just like now <laughs> I'm out. And so I, I, I left. Uh, I didn't leave pals. I just left EverQuest. And you left so, like, dramatically. Like, yeah, I did. I was just like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm out. And You're offering your characters to people. Like, yeah, you guys just go ahead and use Carl. Yeah, Carl was just given away. Just like, but no one took him. Um, Nobody took him. I tried but, to give him away for you. Nobody wanted him. Yeah. He, I mean, he didn't have much. Um, but uh, and then nobody really wanted Yarnex or Polly. Which is fine. You know, it, it doesn't bother me at all. Um, it is kind of, I don't like seeing all that work gone, but at the same time, if I wasn't enjoying it, then it wasn't worth it for me. It's not, it wasn't like a forever you were going to be gone, though. I still think part of me at least hopes that, you know, once your schedule gets, you know, sorted out, uh-huh. we'll we'll catch you up. We'll be level 95 or uh-huh. some shit. And uh-huh. you'll be back and you'll game for like a, you know, six months or something. Oh, yeah. Okay. Or not. Or not. <laughs> I don't know. So I am playing uh, World of Warcraft now. Yeah, we, we can get into. Yeah, we'll get into that. But um, it's, it's different than EverQuest. And I'll explain why it's different and why it's better for me. But I'll explain that in a little bit. Uh, I know, I know that you were enjoying it, but I also know that you were kind of grumpy with it too. Oh, I'm grumpy about everything, especially now. Um, I think that is the COVID symptoms is grumpiness. Uh, my wife can attest to that. Oh, poor, poor <laughs> yeah. Mrs. Yarnax. Yeah, poor Mrs. Yarnax, really. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you left, and then me and 
Vemi or Kara were kind of holding it together, getting ready to go into this new expansion. Yep. And I got wind of some pandemonium getting ready to happen amongst the officers in the guild. Right. So you were previously an officer and stepped down, an officer for a very long time, um, and then stepped down. And so you had a lot of connections with the other officers in the guild. And so they kind of gave you some insider information. And that was that our raid leader uh, and uh, his number two man, uh, Band-Aid, was going to leave at the end of the expansion and that they were going to go play World of Warcraft, the new, uh, what is it? Season of Mastery. It's uh, a new classic server. Anyway, we're not going to get into that. So my problem and I don't know if I, I had mentioned this to you or not, but I think that that announcement was made very wrong. Yes. <laughs> like, so, like, yes. if I was going to... You, he, Rippy knew what he was doing when he said it because he knew that the guild wasn't really going to survive without him, I think. Right. Um, well, without and, him and Band-Aid. Right. They, I mean, obviously, they were, like, top rate attendants they were there right. for everything they had lots of bots um or alts or whatever you want to call it um they brought a lot to the guild yeah uh, they were you know obviously like they were faces of pals you know moving forward um and saying this um in a message on discord in the officer channel uh i think that was that was the wrong way to go about it um in hindsight, obviously everything's twenty twenty, but I, I what I think should have happened was it should have been done in an officer meeting, where they could discuss the future and plans right. and everything. But basically, what he did was give everybody a glimpse of what was going to happen in the next four or five right. weeks. Yeah, like and a prophecy. What happened was a complete meltdown where they had a couple officers panic and quit the guild and go find homes yeah which i don't blame them i, I don't blame them i don't know if it was the the like the right moral thing to do but i understand where they're coming from and i think Rivi made that announcement you know thinking the best of everyone like they would not panic but mm -hmm. everyone reacts different and i don't think he like thought about that um so yeah i like i'm at the moment i was like man that's fucked up like, why would you do that? But then, like, I step back for another couple minutes. I'm like, oh, it makes sense. Um, and, you know, you can't fault them because they had the information in front of their face. Right. And so we lost a couple uh, very valuable members. Obviously, they were officers. Right. Um, I got recruited basically back into the officer chat to give my opinions. Um, yeah. And they were moving forward on how to save the guild. Um I could tell, though, that it was a pretty uh, was useless a battle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, yeah I saw the recruiting you... happening, and the problem with recruiting like that, so recruiting like that is okay if you have you, you have a core raid team, but you just need to fill out a couple of spots. But if you've, you, you can't just reestablish a core raid team out of new recruits um, you know, from an established server. If it's a brand new server, then of course, you know, that's how you recruit. But, um, you know, most people, if they're experienced raiders or if they know the game well, they're going to find their own way to uh, find a guild that's right for them. They don't have to worry about, you know, finding someone on the uh, either, you know, this mass recruiting that was happening. But, I mean, there are some cool people that came out of it, out of the mass recruiting. You said you did meet a few people. Um, yeah, big critties. Know, big critties. You said it was a lot of fun. Uh, Lord. But um, yeah, it just didn't turn out. Um, it was. It's kind of like you know in the the movies where you know somebody gets shot and they go down, but then they come up for like one last you know shot. <laughs> it's kind of like that. It was like this. Oh well, no, they're not gonna make it. Um, yeah, the but, Hindenburg was already caught fire. Yeah, uh, exactly. you can try to put out as much flames as you want, but. I, you know, I will, I will give credit where credit is due. Mafaka wanted to come back and help save the guild. 
Uh, unfortunately, um, I think there is, uh, I don't know, is bloodlust like a good <laughs> term to use? Like he loved the guild so much and it was his baby, but he was so far like removed so far from removed, the right? Yeah. That I don't think he really had a pulse on what was going on. And although he did recruit like crazy and I respect him heavily for as much as he was attempting to recruit, um, it just, it, it was useless. Like we said, it was mute. Yeah. So, you know, he, I don't remember if we explained all this. He's been kind of MIA from the guild in a way. Uh, He's been like coming back and forth, back and forth. Um, but a lot of people just didn't know who he was. Um, didn't Some of the people in the guild had no idea who Mufako was. Like, they've heard the name, they're aware of him, but they didn't know him. Um, I, I was you know, fortunate enough to get to know him. He was the uh, guild leader when I joined at the end of Luckland, start of Planes of Power. But he left, uh, was it during Planes of Power or immediately following? Uh, to right Aradun. around that time, yeah. For right Aradun. around to Aradun and wanted to start a new PALS chapter. He has, he's had, and still has this grand vision for PALS, and it's not only EverQuest. He wants it to be like this big syndicate, and um, he, he has big dreams, but uh, I think he spread himself personally too thin and just, you know, walked away from PALS on Mangler because he thought it was in a great spot, uh, but I think he left for too long. Um, but he would come back, kind of raid with us a little bit, you know, hang out. But he never took any kind of leadership uh, roles. When he came back, he would just kind of come back and do some recruiting, level up some people, do some really cool stuff. But I don't think he was, like, um, heavy into, like, the management of the guild. And, you know, um, you know, again, special shout out to Mafaga because uh, he gave me a home and you a home and yeah. put us together. And Everpals wouldn't have been here if not for him. That's right. Um, and, it, you know, it's sad that that Pals had such a, a devastating outcome. But um, it, it, what he did, he did put us together and put a, a home for many people for so long. So Pals lasted way longer than I thought was going to last personally. So. Yeah, we, each expansion we'd be like, "This is it. This is the expansion where we go." <laughs> and this was not the expansion I we predicted. Like nope. I thought we would have been fine up through like Seeds of Destruction because once you get past um, the Buried Sea, and that's usually kind of a because we saw a couple of guilds uh, kind of crash and burn through the Buried Sea. But yeah, so um, just to finish up the story because I I do want to have my say on it. Um, before, man. We had we had a, uh, a another officer meeting. Um, I had already, I had basically said, yeah, you know what, make me an officer again. Uh, I'm willing to help fight for the guild. Um, I did have a pulse on a couple other homes for for me because you know um, I'm I'm not stupid. Right. <laughs> I'm going to be a little cautious, right. but um, I was willing to get you know. Uh, tr- do whatever to keep pals together. Um, but in my head, the only thing that we could do was uh, a merger. Right. Uh, the recruiting was great. Uh, but then it started getting, this was around Thanksgiving. Um, I started getting questioned about like my, my motives and uh, what, what was I doing to help keep the guild? Was I re- actively recruiting? Was I actively helping power level people? Um, and I, I felt like that was a pretty low blow, especially it was during the holiday season. I had only been back in the officers for a week, right. you know, I was doing what I could, but, um, I, I, you know, I did get together a couple people, invite them to groups, get them some levels, get them mm-hmm. some AAs, but you know, I, I'm not, I'm not actively available as often as some people are. And I'm also not available, um, or geared up to power level people, you know, I've never right. had to power level somebody on a rogue before. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. You really need like a, a good bard or like a, I mean, you, you had a druid, but he wasn't like your druid main. So, uh, but you yeah, still, he sits there like, and casts heal on me, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, so, yeah, and, so, and, 
and then you know uh, an, another one of the officers uh basically was like yeah you know you're you're 50 percent raid attendance like you don't you're not really offering much to damn and i was like <laughs> you know that no that's a valid point because i'm not but i'm doing what i can yeah um and so we had this this other meeting and Dracoco um and i were uh, all about a merger um and i think what happened was we took too long with one of the mergers and mess was it mess magic and melee okay magic and melee disbanded while we were discussing what we should do oh damn and that would have been the perfect opportunity yeah that would have been um and then there was so only that makes one... it even tougher for like discussing a merger but also like retaining uh, members because if a guild and a guild that's in a similar situation similar like player level um as pals disbands that means all those people had to find homes and that right. means spots are getting filled that you could have been in if you left pals and went there so it creates more panic yeah right and then with pals still hanging off on you know their last limb there um you know panic started to set in so then i had mentioned oh I can't remember. It wasn't Disciples. Maybe it was. But there was another guild that we were talking about merging with. And mm -hmm. they were, I guess they were kind of rude to Dracoco. Like, we we don't need you guys. Um, feel free to join us if you want. But it didn't sound like they wanted to, like, offer any DKP or do any, like, merging tactics or, right. you know, untag and then become, like, a new guild or anything like that. And at that point, the, the officer chat was like well fuck them you know and i was like well no wait a second like we're we're not really in a place to, to bargain yeah you guys want to keep the core of pals together like cool like let's do that but mm, you know I, we can't be we're not in a place to be making demands here right. right this is about the same time too that that while server launched and you could tell the people that were already had one foot out the door of everquest and right. were willing to follow rippy and band-aid over in a while and how many how many pals players are over there i'd say anywhere from 10 to 10 to 15 maybe almost 20 that that that's half of pals more than half uh, yeah some of them aren't serious about it others are um, obviously, like, you know, Rippy and, and Band-Aid, um, they play quite a bit. Um, whereas there's probably, like, three others that play a lot. Um, and then the others, the other, like, ten or so are just kind of, myself included, are just kind of casual about it. You know, mm -hmm. logging in casually, they have, like, characters, right? You know, max level is level 60 right now. Like, I'm 33. You know, other people are, like, 30s or 40s. Some are 20s. Um, but some people just want that um, social aspect of pals because you know that was not, the best part of the guild. Yeah, they're not they're probably not getting it in EverQuest anymore because everyone just kind of spread out to different uh, places. Where as on WoW, you do have, like I said, like you know, ten to fifteen or so uh, pals is kind of all congregated in one spot. Uh, but it's not it's not called pals. Uh, the guild is not pals. It is now Booty Bay Swim Club, which I don't know where they came up with that name. It's kind of wild, but uh, there was an issue with the, the pal's name. So uh, we rebranded on WoW to the Booty Bay Swim Club. Hmm. I wonder what the issue was with the name. I think you probably know what the issue was with the name. I can guess. Actually, I don't I don't really. I'm not sure. Yeah. I think they, I, I, if I'm guessing, I'm sure um, Mafaka wanted affiliated with uh, his pal's, you know, Sublet and mm -hmm. Rippy wasn't interested in that, so correct Amanda. Um you are a sage. <laughs> <laughs> but so, anyways, uh, there was a, a moment we did a raid at Cristalos. I was in private tells with Laronk. I never did get to raid Cristalos. You missed out. We can't care for him. I feel I feel bad. Oh man. Not on Pels, but on my new guild, which we'll oh, get okay. to. Okay. But uh I was talking to Laronk. Yes. And a good guy, been in the guild for a long time. Yeah. And he he was talking, and I said, you know what, Laurent, Shadow Knights are a diamond dozen here. 
um, he was curious on what was going on with WoW and everybody. I said, hey, listen, if I were you, I would start sniffing around and seeing what's going on with these other guilds that maybe need a Shadow Knight. Right. Um, because I want, I know you want to keep playing EverQuest. You have no interest in going to WoW. I said, if you're, if you're still going to play EverQuest, then you need to find a home before some spots get suckered up, you know? Right. Because, yeah, uh, Shadow Knights, you only need maybe like three or four in a guild. The guild that I was looking at going into almost couldn't accommodate for Kara, who was playing a Shadow Knight, because mm-hmm. they had like seven at the time. Yeah. And they were a small guild. So. All right, right. Seven's a lot. Because, <laughs> yeah, Shadow Knights, I mean, they are very useful, but they don't bring DPS. Um, they can't main tank. They kind of can, but not really. Uh, they're just great off tanks and kiters. But you only need, like I said, you only need like three or four of them in a raid. So, yeah. Tough so, Laronk obviously was thankful for this, I believe. But he also told um, Maja. And then Maja called me out for trying to sabotage the guild. <laughs> by telling my friend to look out for his own self, you know? Yeah. And I can see why she's upset. Um, but I think me sabotaging the guild that I helped basically create and keep alive for so long, I think that was kind of a low blow. Uh, and so I would just like to say, you know what? Uh, fuck them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I relate to like, you're on the Titanic, you know, it's sinking, but you know, the location of this boat, that your friend could go get on and it's only good for your friend. So you're like, you know what friend go on, go on that little, um, that little safety boat there. You're going to be safe, but you didn't cause the boat to sink the boat sinking. Regardless, if you told your friend about, uh, be told Laronk about this opportunity. So right. yeah, she's I mean, mad that I took one person that was trying to put out a fire. There's, you know, a ton of other people trying to put out a fire, but yeah, like you said, the boat's sinking. Yeah. The fire, fire might not be able to, I will say Laurent, Laurent is a special uh, person and um, had a lot of great memories with him, um, both with Polly and Yarnax, a lot with Polly because, you know, he was a Shadow Knight. So we did mm-hmm. spend a lot of time, just the two of us, uh, well, me as a one and him with like two or three characters playing. Um, very selfless guy, um, always like an AC aug that he wanted for like months or something dropped in Dreadspire Keep. And he asked Polly if, if he was like, do you want to roll on this? I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, I don't know. He's like, maybe you want the AC aug. I was like, dude, this is why you're here. Yeah, but uh, I, I feel bad if you don't roll on it. I was like, just loop the fucking thing. So it just, I don't know. Um, this, these are the kind of people that I'm going to miss. Um, I mean, maybe I'll see people like this on WoW, but I, I don't think a group of people doesn't come along um, like like pals doesn't come along very often. I feel like I'm going to miss out on that, but you know, what can, what can you do? Right. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to miss a lot of the people in the guild and a lot of the people that had previously left, like during POP and uh, other expansions, you know, a lot of good memories. Um, maybe in the future we can do an episode where we just tell some stories about the, the good old days and, you know, first impressions, last impressions of people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, old man Yarnax over here. <laughs> but um yeah, no, I you know, I felt bad for for a minute there. Um but also I'm I'm planning on staying on EverQuest. So looking out for my own skin. Um actually, thankfully to uh, a fellow listener who is probably super excited that we're putting out this episode. Um he is in Kithinkin and give him a shout out. Oh, do I want to do that though? Oh, oh. no, I will. It's Lambac. Lambac. Hey, I don't, I don't yeah. know Lambac. Yes, you do. Ever. Do I? Yeah, he was the one shouting us out in game that one day. Oh, got you. Okay. Yeah, so Lambac was in Kith and Kin, and um, being in the ambassador channel uh, with a couple of the officers, I knew uh, Badzilla and a couple couple people over there. Cool. So um, I was like, you know, I'm going to go to a place where you know, I'm, I'm a little wanted, a little welcome over there. Um, let me just say Kith and Kin, my new home. I'm very grateful for you guys and any listeners here. I think Badzilla is also a, a listener. So hello, Badzilla. Hello, Lambeck and whoever else listens. Hello, Kith and Kin. Um, um, 
who else but from I, pals made the the journey over to kith and kin with you like who are you um, still adventuring with so me Dracoco and cara vemi um we are all over there right, cool. um i brought big critties on over as well big he critties. was a he was a new guy um yeah. he's over there i believe blorp he was a new guy as well he made the he made the the transition okay uh, Zizu made it for a minute and then he left to go hang out with Notoriously and Disciples. You know. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but, you know, I vouched for, for Zizu. I told him to come on over. Um, and anybody else that wanted to come over, you know, we I was making sure to fight to get him a home. Um, I think what happened was everybody spread out um, to almost every guild on the server. So Yeah, because there's not enough room for everybody. Otherwise, it's just a merger. And you know, that has to be really coordinated, uh, whereas it makes sense to kind of spread everyone out. But, you know, that's that's kind of that's kind of too bad. I, I kind of liken it to when I was in grad school and the first year of grad school, you're taking classes, um, but you take it with the same group of people. So we had like eight people in my cohort. Uh, and so we were all like knew each other really well. But then after you finish your classes, you just you're in your lab all the time and the lab is spread out throughout the campus. So there were people that I spent like an entire year with, like almost every single day. And then boom, just contact was lost and gone. And I'd see them maybe like once or twice a year during like uh, special events. I'm like, oh, let's catch up for an entire year. So I wonder like if anything like that happens uh, in EverQuest. But I mean, it, you know, you don't see the people or see their characters as much. You don't talk to them in uh, Discord or anything like that as much. And you know, people that you were close with is kind of kind of fades away over time. Yeah, the same thing happens in the military. Um, oh yeah, you, you, you'll go yeah. to a duty station, you'll be friends with somebody, best friends for six months or a year, yeah. and then somebody gets orders somewhere, and then you're like, nice knowing you, best friend that I spent every day with for a year. Yeah, well, but then you make new friends. Yeah, but we have made we have maintained contact, uh, kept contact with each other. Not as much as we normally do. Like we've both been really busy. I've been, um, you know, now working full time. Um, but you know, we we stay in We text each other. Uh, we send each other memes all the time. And we've been talking about getting together for this episode for quite a while. And I think it's really good for us to have this episode. I yeah, mean, you everyone know, wants we... to have the episode, but I think it's good for us, just as friends, to have this episode too. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's it's our uh, bro time. Yep. Um. You and I had discussed maybe not keeping the podcast going because it was going to be weird. One person playing EverQuest and one person not playing EverQuest. One person? You mean me? <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we did talk about that because it's no longer like us on an adventure together. Um, but I think people, you know, maybe they don't. We'll find out. But I think people would still like to hear. Um, I want to hear your adventures like and I feel like this is my way of, of still being with you uh, in EverQuest like you can talk to me about like, what's going on with the raids um, what's going on with all that and obviously you know I am we're both kind of a wealth of knowledge as far as EverQuest itself we still have a lot of stuff to put out I know somebody wanted um, let me get the, now I'm going to butcher his name uh, Mieko wanted a, a magician uh, a mage uh, class guide kind of episode we talked mm -hmm. about doing class guides for all these and then all this kind of stuff so there's a lot more to do um, and, and instead of like you and i just sharing in the the adventure you you can be like more of like a listener now and you know ask questions as like a person interviewer. yeah there you go well what are you going? yeah exactly yeah um yeah, so real quick, um, a couple shout outs too. I did want to mention my transition over to Kith and Kin. Almost absolutely seamless. Um, thanks to a couple people. Uh, Namiro, who is uh, one of the guild leaders over at Kith and Kin. He, you know, what's really funny is it's hard to describe people, um, right. especially if you don't know them. Right. But there are so many characters that are like people from Pels that it's super easy to describe them. <laughs> you could just say they're like a, yeah. Like a Namiro, Namiro is a soft spoken guy and he's almost exactly like Rippy. Okay. And he's just, the guild leader, which is just, just like chill really, and 
not quite monotone, manner. but yes, yes. Okay. Um, also, uh, shout out to Kate Sumi. He is like the uh, recruiter officer. All right. And uh, Kasumi was just always able to answer a question. I think he lives in like Hawaii or something. So he was able to answer questions at three o'clock in the morning when I was at work. So <laughs> that's nice. It was re- really nice. Yeah, because um, I know working night shift, it does get lonely uh, between the hours of like two and five a.m. Right. Those were the those were the times where like work just like time slowed down to a crawl. Yep. But Badzilla, he was also uh, great at helping stuff out there and and getting us over. Um, uh, everybody in the in the leadership, they they were like being picky. A little bit, I think, you know, we can only take a couple people. Right. We got spots for three. They didn't want to overcrowd their guild, and I would totally respect that. Yeah. Um, but they had made promises for me, Dracoco, and uh, Kara, uh-huh. and uh, they upheld their promise. And then once Pals disbanded, they felt really bad uh, for the rest of Pals, and so they were basically overmanning their raids by trying to bring in some more people, anybody that wanted a home. That's nice. So really cool for them. And then I I really want to say too the it's night and day difference. They have they're posting triggers on their Discord. Um they have uh a a guide for the expansion already printed out or you know written up. Right. Uh basically talking about this is what we do, these are the steps. They had their spreadsheet. They're going to have like a guild plan. For like what they're going to do. Like we, it, we had it, spreadsheets and things like that in PALS. We did. We did, but it was like, let's figure it out as we go. I, f- I felt yeah. like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Th- their rules are, are laws. You know, there's no middle of the raid. We're going to change a rule. You yeah. know, like. Yeah. Everything is really well thought out. And okay. obviously we, we were f- flying by the seat of the pants, but um, all their officers do a great job. Um, Sugar, Rarmore, Mushi all great people and i'm really happy that i have a spot there and then i even showed you i'm not the rogue uh class lead anymore but yeah. the rogue class lead over at kith and kin dildo um what, excuse me yeah 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 dildo dildo no no dildo oh gotcha <laughs> <laughs> makes youtube videos on how seasons. makes youtube videos on how to make poison you said yeah, didn't you watch the video that I sent to the? Probably not. Oh well, Inigo watched it. It was really interesting, though. Like, oh, I'm gonna I, watch it. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, Sorry, I mean, it, I it's it. just him going on there and and showing how to make poisons for the yeah, future. He said, like but... it's really complicated. Um, I, I remember like I didn't use poisons uh, with Polly. Um, I think the only ones I used was like the little ones you get from the the legs, um, mm-hmm. from the planar legs. I, I They're tradable now. Whoa. All right, cool. And you can do the ones for the warrior hate. Oh, okay. Like anger procs. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So, yeah, no. Shout out to Dildo for his uh, super I'm laugh every time you say their name. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. How's it spelled? D-E-A-L? D-E-A-L, yeah. D-O-E. Oh. Okay. Oh. You need, to, you need to ask them. Like, Did you ask them this? Like... No. Did did you mean for it to be synonymous with a dildo or, or not? Oh, I'm a hundred percent I'm sure he did. Okay, okay, okay. Uh I did want to mention too it's my twelve year old mind. You and I haven't had a real chance to discuss this stuff. Kith and Kin has their own Katricia. Okay. So in, they, in what way? Like they have like a um They have a loud southern lady with like a I would say she's more like from Georgia or something like that. Okay. But, you know, uh, 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 she's like the sweetheart of, of the guild. You know, you hear her voice. Everybody peeks up a little bit. Gotcha. Um, they have their own grown ash. They which have a is, French guy? They have a French Canadian guy, which is Lambac. Ah. But, you know, grown ash was really like, uh, I would say, Melacani. Yes. Very. Um, um, I'll think of the word. Um, no, I'm not going to think of the word. <laughs> <laughs> Lambeck, Lambeck's like a character. He, he's, yeah. uh, you know, more outgoing. 
Yeah, Gronish had his own personality, but it wasn't an outgoing, like, standout personality. It was very, like, I guess, yeah, Melancholy is kind of, it's kind of back in the, you know, back in the background kind of guy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like the, I, like I said, I definitely relate, you know, these people in Kith and Kin to their counterparts that but we had in Pals. Do, so do they have a Yarnex or Polly? <laughs> I'm somebody, the Yarnex or Polly. I was about to say somebody that just throws in an occasional like joke or, you know, things like that. Yeah. You know, um, raids, I've been really focusing on not fucking up because I want to make a good impression. Uh-huh. And I've, all right. Well, don't. I've been slacking uh, on pals raids. You know, I was triple boxing oh, yeah. and yeah. Uh, watching a movie and just kind of being there. Right. Uh, I wasn't focusing on DPSing really as as serious as possible. Um, and because like, what if I fucked up? You know, like. <laughs> yeah, was, but that was kind of like the culture of pals. That, like, there were. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna get upset, <laughs> irritated. But there were but, people that is like didn't care like just right. showed up and they just stood in the corner or like they didn't heal they didn't dps they didn't do their job and nothing happened for it like people pointed it out to like the officers raid leader rippy or whatever and be like well that's that person i was like no fuck that <laughs> i was like I-, I could be doing something else on this thursday night i chose to be here i, I want to have a positive outcome i don't want it to be frustrating uh, but you get people like that um that aren't pulling their weight and we're not doing anything about it. And that was part of my frustration. Um, I'm not a hardcore raider, but I, when I'm there, I, I do put forth like concentration. Um, right. But if it's not a, a guild mentality, then like feels like my efforts aren't being valued. And then I'm like, what the fuck am I even here for? Um, well, so part of what was going on was I was, you know, three boxing or two boxing and, you know, when you have a healer there, you have to focus on heals. So my DPS suffers. And then I right. had I had beaten there for, you know, trying to scoop up loot um, and collect DKP. But he was only good to cast ferocity on a couple right, people right. and send his, and send his pet. Like yeah. Yeah. So, you know, my attention was split, but I was doing half of everything I was supposed to. Right. Right. And this is the first time in a long time where I was playing one character where everything was f- completely focused on, you know, maximizing DPS, where they asked me to be main assist, which, cool. uh, yeah. you know, I didn't mind. Um, but ag- again, like I want <laughs> most of the time recently, I've been planning on going to raids and like, oh, well, the UFC fights are on. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't have to I don't have to main assist. They're going to make someone else do it. Right. Um, but like, oh no, shit! I gotta focus and and not attack the right thing, not break mezes, you know, like. Yeah, but I I think that for me, I don't know about you, for me that makes the game enjoyable. Like, you know, I'm contributing in this way, and it's being noticed and valued. Um, and you know, you can tell that your your participation is making a difference in the raid. And um, I I didn't always get that from pals. Um, I'm I'm glad you're getting that from um, Kith and Kin. Uh, it makes me really happy. Uh, to hear that for you and also just for the game itself, just to know that that's happening out there. Yeah. You know, it, it's been a while since I think I've been like appreciated. Um, but like the guild leader actually just reached out to me yesterday. We've been in the guild for three, maybe four weeks now. Yeah. And the guild leader was like, Hey, how are the rest of the pals liking Kith and Kin? Is everything good? You guys need anything? I was like, that's Holy pretty, shit. Yeah. Cool. Um, let's see. Yeah. For the, for the end part, I was, I had Carl and I stopped playing Carl because like you were saying, um, I was just split, um, cause I did step away from Yarnax and was focusing on Polly and had Polly and Carl and like, I just, I don't know. I just spammed heels with Carl and, um, it just was boring. <laughs> and, uh, I did have a little more fun when I was only playing Polly but then that kind of sputtered out um, after a while. But yeah, hearing you talk about this, you know, does make me feel nostalgic. So, you know, um, yeah, we'll see where this goes. Um, I did want to shout out real quick to Ties, uh, a.k.a. Gaza. Um, he was on the Forever Quest Discord. 
Okay. And uh, there you have a subsection called, so what other podcasts do you listen to? Did we make the list? We did make the list. Um, But Ty's um, asked a question specifically, and he focuses on the Everpels. They've seemed to have gone silent. Someone in our guild chat the other day said, Pals Guild dissolved on Mangler. Not that I know anyone there. I was just curious on the story arc. Well, now they know. And I told him, you know, check out the new episode because we will continue on and let you guys know. He also asked, when are we going to mischief? So I've been keeping an eye on mischief, uh, especially on uh, Facebook and you know, also some of the forums, I just kind of browse those a little bit. I'm, I'm not liking the mischief loot rules as much as I think I thought I would, because I know um, items from Planet Time are dropping in the elemental planes. And to me, that just kind of lessens the impact of making it to Planet Time and, and doing these things. And I don't know, it's, it's too easy for me. <laughs> you know me, I like a little bit of a challenge, but I feel like this mischief server, mischief thornblade, is just too easy. Um, it takes away a lot of the accomplishment of getting to an end zone. You like you don't have to get there anymore. Like, what's the point of going to plane of time when you can go to like plane of earth and you know clear that and get the same number of uh, drops as you might in plane of time? You can get seven points by just making it to the red zone. You don't even have to make it in the end zone anymore. Yeah. So I don't know. No, I don't have any plans to play on uh, Mischief. Now, if a new if a new server started, uh, depending on the rule set, I could be talked into maybe at least creating a character and, and fucking around with that. Um, I, I don't think I'm going to box anymore. I, I really... I, I didn't hate it, but um, I, I wasn't able to focus on one character when boxing. Um, so... Yeah, I probably wouldn't box again. I, you know what? I had a lot of fun with Tootin. I was, we had big aspirations of having this little group, the ultimate group, you know, getting yep. them to 60 and stuff. Um, that that didn't work out with our schedule and with, you know, right. us enjoying Mangler a little bit more than normal. But right. um, I had a lot of fun playing the Bard. Uh, I foresee another Bard main in my future. Cool. Uh, when and how that happens, uh, I'm not sure. Um, I still am almost done with Tootin's Epic on Thornblade. And I would like, uh, you know, I would like at some point for the servers to merge Thornblade and Mischief. Uh And I would, um, probably get a power level up to max level and go finish my Epic up and, you know, call it a day. Yeah, I I didn't, I I like the community, uh, especially in Thornblade. Um, I really like the community. Captain, uh, Captain, 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 Holy shit. Uh, Captain Cube. I, I, yeah. I miss people like that. Um, but, um, it was always fun grouping with people always had a good experience. Um, but yeah, we never got into raiding. We never really leveled up much. We didn't, I don't think we gave it a fair try, but I, I just, I know myself and I know that I like, a bit of a challenge and I don't think that was going to be uh, I wasn't going to get that fulfilled on these uh, you know loot loot heavy uh, servers it was fun I won't lie it was fun um, and I just think the opportunities to go and find like a little camp somewhere that nobody was at and possibly get some pretty dank loot was always there um, we just obviously were far too busy and had far too many commitments to go do other things. Yeah. I think like you said, we got really distracted with Mangler. We kind of got revitalized there. Um, and we're having a really good time on, on Mangler. Um, so I think there was a lot of factors that went into like why we didn't continue on with, um, with Thornblade. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, uh, speed round of what's going on uh, in the world of Mangler. Um, Seeds of Destruction launched. Oh, yeah. Big Um, expansion. Secrets of Fade were ended, which ended in us on Kith and Kin killing Karafirm. I remember that Crystallos is like an anguish um, kind of raid where you're going to be going back there 
for quite a while. Do you all still raid Cristalos? Um, you know, with the holiday season, uh, mm-hmm. it's been uh, kind of weird. But I, I do believe the intention is to at least go back for this expansion. Yeah. How how was uh, the loot? On, Did you get anything cool? off from what? Uh, Cristalos for Pokemon. I did, but all my loot was with Pels, uh, and oh, then I got okay. loot locked when I joined uh, Kith I gotcha. and Kin. Uh, but I did get a belt from the Broodmother, um, which is like the second highest tier boss, and it's like a giant haste belt. Cool. So that was really cool. The events in Crystallos are really fun. I, I actually liked them a lot. Yeah, uh, I know that um, Carefirm is a big big part of what you like about EverQuest and that whole story arc. Um, so were you able to see all that um, and experience it for the first time? And did you enjoy it or what? Yeah, actually I did. I was actually pr- pretty pissed off. It was like my first raid with uh, Kith and Kin. Uh-huh. And I was going DPS crazy. And all the, the DPS started dying off. Um, which happens, you know, she was, she was turning and chewing people up and I was doing really good. And then they did a tank swap and they did the tank swap. And I don't know, I must've took my eyes off of the, uh, aggro meter and got fucking pommeled. And then I missed like half the event and I missed Uh, like the kill. Um, but we'll go back and do it. And it's not, not a huge deal. I was just happy to be part of like uh, a group of people that did it. So, yeah. That's that's pretty cool. Um, we're in Seeds of Destruction now. Seeds of Destruction takes place um, in like Plane of Time, right? The Void, mm-hmm. and uh, you go ahead and click into the Void. Once you click in the Plane of Time, there, and in the Void, there's a bunch of like old. Uh, it's like take you back in time before all the lore, right? Are are you familiar with all this stuff? I, yeah, I'm familiar with it. So, like, I did play during Seed Destruction. That was the last expansion I played in. Um, but also, I I do, you know, watch a lot of YouTube videos for lore and also read about it. Um, I read about it um, through Raspers and everything like that. Because I, you know, I was anticipating on playing in Seed Destruction at some point. But um, yeah, it's it's there's a lot to Seeds of Destruction, um, but I can't remember like why it why you're going to all these places. I think you're trying to like find out what's what's causing like a rift in time or something. Is that right? Yeah, chain guys, the box rocks got some shit going on. And he's trying to yep. uh, yeah, balance out. I think what it is is um, what's the gates of Discord? Um, Overlord Modemarum. I don't know if it's him it is, or like him. the the Discordlings or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Basically, they're going back in time and trying to alter the future future by going back in time and fucking shit up. So, from my recollection, Overlord OMM uh, Matamarum, um, he's like a big part of this. But his boss, which the person I don't remember uh, their name, but the end boss for end game boss for the whole expansion is OMM's boss. Oh, okay. Like his, his leader. Um, and so you'll have to fight them, but I don't remember anything about them. Um, I didn't really raid much, um, in Seeds of Destruction. Um, I just know that there's a lot of flagging and you do get something really cool. We talked about this before. You get to see where Ralosek invaded, um, the plane of earth and you get to recreate that battle. And I, have to... I haven't got to do that one yet. Uh, oh, I, cool. I, I hope really we cool. do that tonight. Um, the one that I did that I had off a fucking blast doing let me tell you you go to I th- they call it bloody kithikor now yeah um oh with the battle of kithikor yeah yeah and, and i'm a big fan of that that whole lore story where interak came down uh lannis tavals there they're battling uh furiona v and uh right. the the high keep guards are there um Basically, Bloody Kithikor is separated in two camps. You have like the the Dark Elves and the bad side, and you have the good side with uh, Furion of A and all, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a battle that you have to go ahead and kill a couple people while Lannis Tavall is fighting. What's his name there? One of the the guards or corporals or whatever he is, yeah, and or Sir or something or other. And uh, yeah, no, like I 
I remember reading the lore. I remember watching YouTube videos on the lore. I love that whole story. And we were just like there in the middle of the battle while things were trying to come in. <laughs> and that was super dope. I had such a blast doing that. Yeah. And so you look back on like how these battles turned out and with the Siege of Destruction expansion, um, you get to be part of that. And, you know, the outcome is still going to be the same because that's, but you, you have to like, if you don't succeed, then the outcome won't be the same, but it's your job to make sure the balance is maintained and make, make sure that the outcome is the way it should be. And so it makes you, you as a character feel really important uh, to the storyline. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, and uh, in the Field of Scale, which is a uh, modern-day Field of Bone. Uh, oh, okay. Are you doing, like, the Green Mist event? I think I don't know if it's the Green Mist event, but there's a bunch of Ixars. They're trying to fight the dragons. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the... Well, I mean, if Vimy was here, she'd probably tell us everything about it. But um, I'm pretty sure that's where, like, um, the dragons just massacred <laughs> the Ixars. Um, yeah, but. it was that was a really cool event too. There's like mm-hmm. Gornair there, Talandor, uh, Haladar, and all these other cool. fucking dragons and stuff. So yeah, I like it. Uh, yeah. So I, honestly, I've been having a blast. I've had to take about the last week off because of the holiday and work, mm-hmm. and I haven't been able to sleep and then catching a cold. So yeah. uh, excited to get back to it. I'm not level eighty five yet, unfortunately, but we're gonna knock all that shit out this week. So cool. After I sleep today. Yeah. Are you working t- tonight? I am not. Oh, cool. So you're off the rest of the week. I am. You know what that means? Uh, party at Pokens. Uh, another podcast. Another episode. This week. I'm down. I'm yeah, really, I am happen. down. So you said you're free on Friday? Uh, yes. I'm free on Friday. <laughs> um, Sorry. Also in, in the I evenings mean, and stuff. Uh, you're fine. Yeah, this is a quarantine podcast. Quarantine episode. Quarantine episode. Um, but yeah, like I wanted to, I'm not going to get heavy into this, um, but I did want to talk about like why World of Warcraft is a slightly more appealing to me. And I'll tell you why. It's not because of the people, it's not because of the content. It's just because World of Warcraft, you're able to solo and you can do it with any class. Um, so I can just start the game, play for 30 minutes, do a quest or two, and then shut the game down. And feel like boring. I've accomplished something. <laughs> Seems boring. But... Well, so let me just say, I was there on World of Warcraft with you. Yeah. For a brief moment. Yeah, you were. You had Padlockin. Padlockin, yes. Padlockin. Um, but that's that's the big draw for me. So in EverQuest, if I had a single character, there's I can't do anything on my own. Um, it's just especially at max level you can't you cannot do anything on your own um, in the current um, expansion so you have to I, I like I like getting groups I like being with other people but playing for 30 minutes um, you can't really do anything in every quest you might be able to do select trade skills or you know do you know bizarre shopping or something like that but that's my draw to World of Warcraft right now is that I can log in for 30 minutes or an hour and get a lot accomplished where I guess an hour in EverQuest you can probably get something accomplished but yeah and even in EverQuest you can do a lesson burn or something like that but EverQuest it feels like you you don't have to be there in order to feel like you've done a lot you need to be on for like an hour or two Um, so that's what's that's what's drawing me into World of Warcraft right now when I told you that they were going to World of Warcraft, you sounded like you were, you had a little bit of interest in it because you've played before. You were already moonlighting on this, like a uh, private server, private yeah. server, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, being on a server with people that you know just seemed, you know, a little bit interesting to you. Um, and to be honest for- with you, I really don't do much with them. <laughs> um, they've all like got max level. Now, you know, I say hi to them and stuff. And, At least know. they're there to help you out, right, yeah. if you need something. Yeah, they are. Yeah, Zami's just made me um, an item for my character that I needed. And, you know, we go back and forth with the Amigo and stuff like that. So, But we haven't actually grouped together. We haven't done anything together. Um, the problem for me, like, I wanted to try out World of Warcraft. I've never played it before. I wanted to see what the hype was about. And... 
I don't know if it was just because uh, I had rose-colored lenses on and I was, you know, so used to EverQuest and what EverQuest brings me. Um, but it was it was just task after task after task. Go kill these seven things. Go kill these 20 things. Yes. Go loot this seven. very task-quest-oriented. Mm-hmm. And that shit was... I would rather sit in a camp for eight hours, kill the same mob six times, and see a rare creature twice <laughs> than, you know, oh, I have to run over to this side of the world and kill these uh, antelope fucking giraffe-looking things and, you know, collect eight hides. Like, and then run all the way back. No, thank you. Yeah, it, it does shit. provide you with, like, that constant gratification of accomplishment, but they're minor accomplishments. Now, there are big quests to do, like, that takes you weeks and weeks. There's the equivalent of epics um, in World of Warcraft, but um, they do have like those small little victories. And like I said, that's what's kind of drawing me in right now is because of my limited playtime. I can go in and be like, oh, I accomplished these few things, got a half a level um, in my hour or something like that. And I can walk away, feel like I did something. Now, I did I'm a not dungeon. I can't get that in EverQuest. What's up? I was gonna say I did a dungeon too, and everybody was like hyping up these like dungeon quests, and I felt like it was like let's rush through this dungeon as fast as possible, hit all the checkpoints on the quest log, and then let's get out of here, and then let's do it again, reap the reward, get on out. Yeah. So I did and I didn't even get a chance to enjoy it. I don't think. Yeah, I did a dungeon uh, last night, and it was the first time I was in the zone. And you're right, you just you burn through it. You don't get a chance to be like, hmm, what's what's going on here? Um, hang on a second, I got to cough. Talk for a minute. Yeah, I'm so used to like, okay, we're going into Split Paw. And like at the end of Split Paw, there's going to be a boss or like a, right. an area where this boss may spawn. But between the entrance and the end part of the, the zone there's a little mini boss over here or a little camp over here and you can turn around and get lost and end up over here. No, no, no. And World of Warcraft, the idea is to get to the end and then get out and then start all over. Um, not always. I mean, that might just be that one dungeon that you did, but yeah, it is a faster pace. Um, like your, some of the dungeons take an hour or two. Some of them are very long and drawn out, while others take like 30 minutes and you're done. So, yeah, it it's not perfect for me, but it's satisfying my needs in the moment. So I don't think it'll be a long-term thing for me. It's just keeping me entertained for the moment. It's like the fat chick that you dated in college. I didn't date any fat chicks in college. <laughs> Oh, you have standards and morals? No, I just didn't date anybody in college. <laughs> She's just there to keep to meet my needs for now. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> just hearing you talk about, you know, kids and kin and everything going on there, you know, it, it, it's piquing my interest. But I'm trying to think realistically, like, how I would fit into that culture. Like, I, I don't know if I'd want to raid three nights a week, you know, get back into raiding and stuff. Well, they I do have raid a... with Polly or Yarnex. Probably not. I don't know. Just, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm very conflicted. I need to like think about these feelings that I'm having right now. Well, they do have a fr- fa- friends and family rank. Uh, yeah. So if you're just right. looking for a tag over your head and you want to come hang out and be part of the green chat and pop in every once in a while, uh, Seeds of Destruction also has J5 Mercs or Mercs in general. Yeah, that was something I didn't like um, when I was playing on live server. Um, I had a, my warrior, and some of the mercenaries, like if they were you know, leveled up enough, tanked better than my uh, raid gear warrior, and it was very disheartening. Like people would be like, "Oh, Neo Knight, you go ahead and just DPS. Um, let the merc." take care of the aggro and i was like well, what the fuck am i even here for then right dps i'm a warrior i haven't <laughs> really run into you know let's just use the merc instead or anything like that right um but i mean for me anyways it's nice to have just like a, another pocket healer the dps oh, mercs i guess do fucking crazy dps they, they range, range coco's just 
all about having like two rogue DPS mercs and a wizard DPS merc. Yeah. So I don't know. I also like the gear level of individuals was much is much higher now uh, on Mangler uh, because we just know more about the game. Uh, we're clearing faster. Uh, we have more instances. Uh, all these kind of things. Uh, agents of change. Um, are are they even agents of change even around anymore, or or is that or is that finished? I think everything is instance now. I think everything is instance now. Uh Um, But I know, like, in POR, um, we still had agents of change. I'm trying to remember the last time we had agents of change. I think that was it. But anyway, um, I I know, like, Yarnax was a much better tank than my my live character, Neonite. Um, Yarnax was hands down so much better than my warrior main on Pogar ever was. And Yarnax just like was created in like in a single expansion uh, to be a main tank. It's just pretty cool to see, you know, how we figure things out, how we can optimize uh, gear, and also, um, you know, get somebody leveled up that quickly. Um, you know, like I said, we're I'm really excited. Uh, I'm excited for you that you're playing at least a game and and staying active on uh, you know World of Warcraft. Um, I'm excited to be in a new guild. I'm excited, uh, for what the future may have. I'm excited that we're doing a podcast. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm excited for a lot of things. I think the future, you know, when it looks bleak, it can start to look a little bright too, you know? Yeah. So I, th- I thought about like what to name this episode and, you know, obviously you're going to see it before, uh, I'm talking about it right now, but I was thinking about calling it into the sunset question mark and then let, let people think it might be over, but no. Nah. Uh, ever pals is not over um there's so much for us to talk about like we can't talk about our adventures together um you know maybe in the future we'll have adventures together again but we can you know still i i still know enough about everquest where i can hear these stories and and uh, make we can talk about events we can talk about previous expansions we can talk about classes there's so much to talk about um, i do, I do want to say um we will not be putting out episodes like bi-weekly. Like we were, um, you know, definitely maybe monthly. Um, we'll see. Well, yeah, we'll see what's going on. But um, yeah, we were, we were being maniacs putting out like two episodes <laughs> a week. And, you know, I think that was a, no, I think that's too much. I think we were, we were really excited to do podcasts and, and talk about our request. And we had a lot going on. We had so many things to talk about, but, uh, you know, uh, expect episodes to keep coming out. Give us ideas on episodes you want to hear. I know somebody wanted to hear again, one of the, like a mage class review. We can try to, I know someone that that used to play a mage. I do. I do too. (laughs) And then, yeah, we can, uh, you know, we can still have fun and still get some content out for the people that do want to listen to us. Uh, you said some of our top episodes have like 200 listeners or something like that. Yeah, we're getting to 200 listens um, on like one of our first episodes. Um, but yeah, most of them have around 100 listens. So, you know, there's people out there listening. Uh, I think we're kind of saturated to this point. So I think people are really eager for a, a new episode to come out. I, I can see like the last one we did uh, is kind of peaked and kind of right there was all the others right around a hundred. And I feel like that's our listener base. And so I'm really curious to see uh, how people gobble this one up. Cause I think a lot of people like people that are, you know, like active listeners are caught up. And that's just amazing to me that you've had, like we've had like over 25 episodes. I think we're like 26 or so. And, you know, people have like gobbled them up like that. And they're probably waiting for this episode. Um, they're going to be, hopefully they'll be excited uh, to listen and to know that Ever Pals is not gone. Oh, we did that on purpose. We took a little hiatus just for you guys to catch up with all the content. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Do you, uh, do you happen to have our outro music queued up? Or... Yeah, I do. Oh, my God. What? This might be the first time maybe ever that you've been prepared and ready to go. Uh, hang on. No, oh, I wasn't prepared. Uh, <laughs> he jinxed it. See, I knew what I, I was talking about. I gotta push a button. I gotta like push rewind. But now it's ready. I'm I'm ready to you know shoot this one off into the sunset and then catch us again soon. 
uh, future episodes of Everpels. Yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, be sure and, and like, hopefully are you putting anything more on Instagram, like your new adventures? Uh, I have some screenshots, you know, I probably put some stuff up. Yeah. So go check out Instagram, all that stuff. You can see all the info below. Uh, check us out. Uh, drop us a line on our discord. Say hi, say what you like. Uh, let us know what you want to hear from us. Thanks but, for sticking around waiting for us to return people. Yeah. I appreciate that. But until then, I think we're going to head out, right? Yep. All right. See you next time. Ready for the outro music? Uh, cue the outro music. Bye, everybody. Bye.